Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Spooky SLV Podcast, and I am your host, Brad Hicks. Let's get started. Okay, folks, we're going to do another episode. Hope y'all are still listening and enjoy it. Uh, we've got three more from Sangre de Cristo High School. Sangre de Cristo, Sierra Grande. I did it again. Sierra Grande High School kid. Man, I don't know why I can't get that right. we got three more stories tonight. We'll get started with this next one. Okay, folks, the uh, first story tonight is What Was That Noise by Mr. Tyler Kester. This is a story my uncle brings up almost every time we go camping. Me, being an only infant, have have no memory of the event, while he and just a few others do. This is a story that spooks me every time I enter these campgrounds. It's a calm summer night, my uncle said. My uncle had checked his watch and the clock showed 12.30. The clouds in the sky made it impossible for the moon and the stars to appear in the night sky. The campfire was starting to go dim, but I knew I had to stay till it was completely out, he added. As my uncle yawned, drowsiness was beginning to take over. If it weren't for the fire, I would be in bed at 10, he said dramatically. The fire began to dim very quickly and it had seemed like the wood moved farther from the pile where it originally was. In the distance, there was a creek and a group of trees. As soon as the fire went out, there was a loud scream with branches being tossed all over the place. My uncle explained that when he saw the creature, it stood at least eight feet tall or taller. The creature had a massive build and was covered in long hair. It stayed for about ten minutes, tossing branches everywhere and screaming. The rest of the campground remained asleep during this. In the morning, he had told everyone about it, and they went to the trees to find branches everywhere with weird footprints throughout the trees. My uncle and the rest of the campground stayed two nights after the event. Although he was very spooked, he wanted to see if it would happen again. The creature never came back, but his experience will forever spook him. He will not stay out past 12 at the campfire. (laughs) Do love a good Bigfoot story. Got some of those myself. Thanks, Tyler. All right, now I know I said I, we had three stories. We've actually got four because they're fairly short tonight. Uh, next story is by Jack Johnson, Sierra Grand High School. No title, but here we go. It was a warm summer night at my friend Ivan's house. I was going to spend the night there. A couple of months before his grandpa had passed, and they had said they would experienced weird haunting things. Although they said they might just be overthinking it, or it could just be in their heads. I still felt a chill down my spine, but I just let it go. We were heading to my grandma's to ask if I could spend the night when I heard someone walking outside Ivan's window. I took a peek and nothing. Perfectly lit up by the blue moonlight, I saw a figure walking towards his sheds where his grandpa always hung out. I asked Ivan, dude, did you see that or was it just me? He responded in complete shock, a figure? 
We looked at each other with fear, but came to the conclusion that it could be in our heads or maybe the coyotes out in the field. A few minutes later on our way back home, I had felt as if something or someone was following us in the dark. So I told Ivan, maybe we should run home. It wasn't until we were running and all my adrenaline kicked in that I felt someone was trying to grab onto me. I felt the fingers down my neck, but while turning back, nothing was there. A few minutes later, getting home, I felt weird and confused, but didn't really say anything. We got to the bed and fell asleep for a couple hours and woke up to whistling and footsteps in the kitchen. I woke up Ivan and asked him if, asked him what that noise was, but he was as confused as me. His grandpa used to whistle while he'd walk around the house. Frightened and clueless, we got under the blanket and ignored it and tried to sleep. I didn't feel comfortable all night, and to this day I haven't slept at his dad's property. Oh, gotta love a good ghost story. Thank you for that one, Mr. Johnson. That's a good one. Okay, the third story for tonight, another short one. It was by Mr. Derek Martinez, and again, untitled. Boom. I heard a loud bang come from outside. At the time, I had my car parked in the driveway. I assumed someone was outside hitting my car with a bat. I grabbed my bat and went, go, went to go check it out. When I went to see this thing, I saw nobody. I yelled for someone to come out. What I ended up seeing was the exact opposite of what I thought was going to happen. I saw somebody walking down the street who looked like he was hurt. He had blood all over him. It seemed like he'd been shot or had been beaten with a bat. The man was yelling something. I couldn't clearly hear what he was saying. I realized he was yelling for help, and he said, Help! Help! I didn't know what was going on. I had no idea what this person or thing was that I was looking at. I thought it was a ghost. I had been so freaked out. I didn't know if I should wake someone up or not, but as I turned back around, whatever I was looking at disappeared. I thought I was just seeing things. I went back to sleep, still very freaked out. When I woke up, I left my room and saw that my dad was watching the news. I saw that there was a car accident 30 miles away on La Vida Pass. The guy I saw on the news was the same guy I had seen last night. He had been killed in that accident. Well, that's a little creepy. <laughs> Good premonition stuff. Thank you, Derek. Okay, final story for tonight is called The Missing Doll by Mr. Josiah D. Herrera. When I was younger, my dad used to tell me scary stories just to scare me. I never believed them, but this one time that he had told me this story was based on true events. It happened in my grandma's house. The house is old and the floors would squeak in certain spots of the house. At the time, there were no phones, sometimes no electricity. She used to have a glass case full of old dolls that she had saved from when she was younger. The case was by my dad's room and he never liked it. One night, my dad said it was late and I couldn't sleep and I heard something in the kitchen. I got up to go check it out. I walked by the case and didn't realize one of the dolls was missing. I walked by and heard a loud bang and ran to my room. He told his mom and she believed him because the exact same doll gave her problems too. The story she told my dad was about the same as what happened that night, but she thought it was my dad playing jokes on her. 
The doll freaked my dad out so bad that he said he ran to his parents' room and started crying because he knew something was in the house. At first, my grandma didn't believe him, but then she remembered the same doll that he thought would move at night in his room. The next morning, they all gathered and asked, how do we get rid of the spirit in this house? What they came up with was what they would take the case full of dolls and the one that moved. We will take the doll and burn it first and then take the case with all the dolls and burn it after. Get a priest from the church to bless the house. When the priest came out to the house, he felt a weird feeling when entering the house. After they bless it, nothing bothered them again. Okay, there are very, very few things in this world that creep me out worse than damn dolls. <laughs> Those porcelain dolls, forget it, man. I won't go anywhere near them. I don't like them. A friend of mine used to have, uh, oh God, those little Harlequin dolls. They were the porcelain face, little clown looking things. No, no, you don't combine clowns and porcelain dolls. It's just not right. But anyway, I, I digress. Thank you, Josiah. That was a great story. Have a good one. Okay, guys, that's going to be it for me tonight. Um, that is episode 18 in the in the can. Um, going to real quick talk to everybody again about the sponsor program. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say sponsor. Um, support. That's, that's the word we should use. Through the Spotify homepage of Spooky SLV, there's a link that directs you guys to the support page. And... Uh, you know, like I said, and I've said it on almost every single episode, the support is where everything is. That's what I need from you guys. Support. Now, monetary support is great. You don't have to do the monthly thing like they say. You can do it for one month and cancel if you want. You don't have to do the $10 tier. You can do the $4 tier or $5 tier. If you don't want to do that one, you can do the dollar tier. I don't care. <laughs> I'm having a really good time doing this. So the support comes as a boon to me because it means i can save up for uh better equipment i can um maybe even do like a travel section they are also offering on here video blogs or video podcasts uh, i don't have a face for video it's more for radio but you know what the heck we might give it a shot and then one of these days do that and get some good uh with the support maybe we can get some good uh camera equipment too you just never know but just so you guys know, I mean, the biggest support you can give me is listening to the podcast, submitting stories, and sharing the podcast with everybody. That's where I'm really having, you know, my mindset is that. Share it with everybody. Listen. Enjoy it. Have fun with it like I'm doing. It's great. I mean, it really is a lot of fun. And uh, before we go tonight, I am going to again remind you guys that uh, my good friend Andres Herrera has given me permission to use the music for the beginning and now, like last episode and then this episode, the ending music as well. So there's an intro music and outro music and it's all done by him. You can find him on Spotify uh, with his podcast, the Decibel Deep Bo Decibels Deep Podcast, or you can go to his music, uh, which is Entropy in Motion Music on Spotify. And both of those titles, both of those names are his uh, Instagram handles, too. He's got, I think he's got several pages um, for a man who didn't like social media. He's he's getting into Instagram. 
But yeah, check him out. Show him some love. He He's the one who got me started on this podcast, and it's fantastic. So have a good one, guys.